The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together, in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, Bible fam, welcome back to the show. I'm excited that you're here. I wanted to jump into the episode with a quick announcement. We at The Sevenfold are creating a new podcast that is designed around marriage, uh, marriage and family and finances. And if that is something that is interesting to you, if you have been listening to the podcast or listening to maybe Life for Your Soul, and I'm like, I want some more marriage content, then we have a new podcast coming out for you. If you want to be updated on all the new information and all the updates as that unfolds, please be sure to head over to The Sevenfold com and sign up for our newsletter. You'll find it at the bottom of our homepage and we will send out the information and the details on that podcast and even tease the trailer there on the newsletter list before anywhere else. So if that's interesting to you, then go ahead and uh, head over there to do that. Meanwhile, here, we have an extra special episode today because as we've been talking about leading with the Spirit and learning what it looks like to lead with Holy Spirit, while we take a look into some of Paul's letters, we are going to be reading 1 Timothy 2 and 3 today, uh, mostly because they're short. They're super short, and so we're not going to be here for a long time, but also because I really just think that Paul's writing is very pivotal. Uh, for, let's be real, everything Paul writes is pivotal, so we're going to just go ahead and do that right now. We're going to start in 1 Timothy 2 with instructions about worship in verse 1. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And I have been chosen as a preacher and apostle to teach the Gentiles this message about faith and truth. I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes. For women who claim to be devout to God should make themselves attracted by doing good things they do. Women should learn quietly and submissively. I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. They listen quietly for God made Adam first and afterward he made Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan. The woman was deceived and sin was the result. But women will be saved through childbearing, assuming they continue to live in faith, love, holiness, and modesty. Okay, we're going to jump over to 1 Timothy 3, leaders in the church, verse 1. This is a trustworthy saying, if someone aspires to be a church leader, he desires an honorable position. So a church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. He must exercise self-control, live wisely, and have a good reputation. He must enjoy having guests in his home and must be able to teach. He must not be a heavy drinker or be violent. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, and not love money. He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? A church leader must not be a new believer. 
because he might become proud and the devil will cause him to fall. Also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. In the same way, deacons must be well-respected and have integrity. They must not be heavy drinkers or dishonest with money. They must be committed to the mystery of the faith now revealed and must live with a clear conscience. Before they are appointed as deacons, let them be closely examined. If they pass the test, then let them serve as deacons. In the same way, their wives must be respected and must not slander others. They must exercise self-control and be faithful in everything they do. A deacon must be faithful to his wife and he must manage his children and household well. Those who do well as deacons will be rewarded with respect from others and will have increased confidence in their faith in Christ Jesus. The Truths of Our Faith, verse 14. I am writing these things to you now, even though I hope to be with you soon, so that if so that if I am delayed, you will know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. This is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and foundation of the truth. Without question, this is the great mystery of our faith. Christ was revealed in a human body and vindicated by the Spirit. He was seen by angels and announced to the nations. He was believed in throughout the world and taken to heaven in glory. Okay, there's lots of there's lots of uh, places here that we could go. First uh, Timothy 2 and 3 were filled with a lot of um, bold statements, we should we say. Um, a couple of, like, so here's, I'll, I'll give you a couple of takeaways for me, at least from both of these, um, from both of these chapters. I, one thing that I think is very important is that we are supposed to be very prayerful about those in our lives and we should be praying for our leaders um, because he, it says in verse two, like pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. When you have a leader who is, you know, leading your nation or your group, whether it's your church or your even your CEO of your company, if they are not doing so with godliness and dignity, then it can create a lot of unpeace, a lot of disruption and hurt in your life. So it's important for us to be praying for all those in leadership above us. So there's that from the top of verse two. And then even when in the bottom of, uh, sorry, chapter two, rather, um, when he's talking about um, women in the church, right? He's saying all these things about how, you know, women shouldn't be drawn attention to themselves. It's addressed modestly. They shouldn't like fix their hair or wear expensive stuff that's going to make them grab attention. It says, for women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attracted by doing by the good things they do. And for me, while some people get hung up over Paul talking this way about women and stuff, this is the piece that comes home to me. He's saying all this stuff, but the point he's saying is women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. Like in the sense, like we should be attractive to God because he sees that what we're doing and we are living these godly lives. We are living these good lives because we want, we want to have God represented in us. When people see us, we want them to see Christ, right? And that's the crux of this thing is like we, when people see us, they don't see our expensive hair. They don't see our jewelry. They don't see what we're dressed or whatever. What they see in us is Christ. And that is, um, that is powerful. I think it's important that to know that he's talking to women on this because women carry a great deal of power when it comes to the enemy, right? And I think that's a part of big reason why, you know, Paul mentions that like, hey, Eve's the one who sinned against 
Satan, not Adam, but like when God was cursing Satan, he said that the woman would be at enmity, her and her children would be at enmity against the devil. Um, And so we hold a great deal of power when it comes to that. And I think that's why women are particularly used as such an attack in these areas is because of that. Um, And now real quick in 1 Timothy 3, um, the big thing here is the takeaway is that there's leaders in the church. Like if you are a leader in the church, there's clear instructions about how we're supposed to lead. And if you're a leader in your life or you're just a leader to someone and someone looks up to you, it's very important the way you carry yourself and what you say and do. You know, I remember in high school, you know, you be with a crowd of people and you're like, well, if I say this thing that everyone else is saying, people are going to think I'm cool. And it probably wasn't the most glorifying or edifying thing to say. It was probably something bad or something to participate in. It probably wasn't good. But that was what we did to be cool, right? It's like, no, no, no. We have to live upright lives. And that can happen even in adulthood. So just encourage yourself that, you know, we're not in high school anymore. And that's not what we're doing. um, But we are to live this life in a way that glorifies God and that, you know, we are above reproach. I think that's the uh, the important thing here. So I appreciate each of you guys being here. I know it's a little bit longer, but even still, we're kind of on point with the same length as our other episodes. So thank you for being here. And I will hope to see you back as we finish out the week. Um, in a, we're going to back to a different book tomorrow. So I'll see you there. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience. And I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from The Bible Podcast.